If you're anything like me, you love music. There's rarely a moment in my life where I'm working or playing or running, exercising, anything like that, where I don't have music on. But there came a point in my life when I started to realize the impact it had on my mental health and how one song and a certain lyric could totally change my day. another episode of Relatively Normal. I am your host, Mark Paisant, and I wanted to lighten it up just a little bit today. And today of all days would be good because it is my birthday. April 25th, 1979, 41 years of age. Great day to be alive. So as I mentioned in the opening, I love music. I love many types of music. I love hip-hop. I love R&B. I love jazz. I love some folk. I love a little bit of rock and roll. Don't really like that much country. That's just not my cup of tea, but um, I really like it in a sense where I like what it does to my mood. And I have a conversation at the end of this podcast that I had with my good friend Tom Hammond. We've had this discussion before about the music we listen to, how it affects our mood, the different music we listen to in different moods, things like that. But I wanted to kind of lighten it up a little bit. I know the world is still kind of all over the place with COVID and um, people, you know, and I can't blame them, are kind of getting... um, a little antsy. Some people are getting sick of hearing about it, but we still need to keep talking about it. But I really wanted to talk about music and what it has done in my life. So I've talked before about times I've been really down and really depressed. And I actually have a playlist that I keep on Spotify and it's just labeled me, M-E. Um, for whenever I get down or anxious, depressed, nervous. And it has a few songs on it that really, I'm not going to say they lighten my spirit. They just put me in a better place because there's not really a song out there that I can put on and immediately I go from being depressed to not being depressed, or I go from being anxious to not being anxious. And I think that's too much to ask of anything for that instant snap of your fingers, you're, you're better. But there is a song that I listen to, um, actually a couple of them, that I've been listening to for the longest time, and my wife knows if I put these on repeat that I'm kind of in a, in a funk. The first song is called Trying Times by Boys to Men. And it's an older song. This song came out when I was in high school. And the reason I remember it so well is because back when I was 15 or 16 years old, um, my girlfriend broke up with me. 
And as a 15 or 16 year old, like that's, that crushes you. That's, that's the worst thing that can happen. And I found this song on their album and I kept playing it and playing it and playing it again to the point where my brother got pretty sick of me because we, we still shared a room. And back in the day, um, I remember we had this little um, uh, CD player, one of those portable CD players, and I had some speakers attached to it. Even though I had Boombox, I used to love using this little portable CD player. And I put this song on repeat over and over and over again. And it really got me through a bad time in my teens. And it's funny how the mind works because that song stayed with me forever. It stayed with me since. And when I'm going through any tough time, any rough patch, that song gets a play for me. Another song I want to mention is I Don't Know How It Feels to Be You by Robin Thicke. And I love the backstory of this song. So as you may know or might not know, Robin Thicke used to be married um, to Paula Patton. And they had a real public divorce. But back when they were married, of course, you know, Robin Thicke is a Caucasian male and Paula Patton is, uh, is black. And how he describes it is that she was going through something. And she uh, was having a tough time. And he was trying desperately to help her out. He was trying desperately to be there for her and help her out. And she just told him, hey, listen, um, you just don't know how it feels to be me right now. You don't know how it feels to be a woman, how it feels to be a person of color. It's just impossible because you haven't lived it. She wasn't dismissing the fact that he was trying to help her, but she was trying to explain to him that there's things in life we just can't understand. The fact that I'm a black male, I have no idea what it's like to be white in America. I have no idea what it's like to be a woman in America. I have no idea what it's like to make the decisions that they have to make. So he wrote this song, I Don't Know How It Feels to Be You. And it spoke to me because how I explain it to people is that when I really wish people would know or understand what it felt to be in my head what my anxiety feels like, what my depression feels like. Um, Because for a person, and I had a conversation with my good friend Lawton Swan, host of Clemson Sports Talk, a few episodes ago. And he kind of mentioned that, hey, I don't know what it feels like to go through what you go through because I don't have depression. I don't have debilitating anxiety. I don't have those things. But to hear me speak about it, he kind of learns more and more about it. But at the same time, he knows he'll never really know how to go through it. So I put that on when I'm in a place where I just wish someone can be in my head and understand what I was going through. So what I'm trying to say is that music, it, it's fun to listen to. There's plenty of songs out there that just get you in a, a, in a good mood. There's plenty of pop songs plenty of upbeat hip-hop songs that just get you in a party mood but I think as I've gotten older I've started to really listen to the lyrics and listen to the melody and how it affects my mood 
when, and I talked about this before, you know, back in my, my mid twenties when I was really going through a funk and, and there was just some bad stuff in my life. I used to listen to the song, you know, lovely day over and over and over again. And I don't, I mean, I cannot downplay how many times I listen to this song and, um, you know, Bill Withers, just a, a, a great songwriter, a great singer. Um, it, if you get a chance, listen to that song. Um, and it just puts you in a good mood and it makes you want to smile and I would listen to that song in my car and I would cry when I was really down I would cry listening to Bill Withers sing Lovely Day that's the kind of mood changes that happens when I listen to certain types of music. So, and thing I want to mention too is that there is a lot of music therapy out there that a lot of therapists are going to because of what it does to our brain function. People's brain reacts differently to different notes, different melodies, different beats. And just like anything that's cutting edge, people are always trying something different with therapy. And I think music therapy is a great thing for someone to try. So like I said, I have my good buddy Tom Hammond is going to be joining me. Um, We work together and we've had this discussion before. And I wanted to ask him, you know, what he does or what he listens to or how music affects his life. I think you guys will enjoy it. So thanks again for listening to Relatively Normal. And I'll be back with Tom Hammond. Okay, guys, welcome back. Like I've mentioned before, music therapy music in general can be great for mental health, great for anxiety and depression. I use it a lot. I, I listen to music often, especially on those times when I'm, when I'm down or even times when I'm really up and I'm really excited about life and really feeling good when the, the sun is, is shining, the birds are chirping, and... Um, I wanted to bring on one of my good friends, and we've actually had this discussion before, but I, I wanted to have this conversation with him because he kind of does things the same way and has his his playlist, his go-to songs. So I would like to um, welcome Tom Hammond on the show with us, and uh, he's going to talk to us or just have a conversation about music and mental health. So thanks, Tom, for being here. How are you doing today? Hey, yeah, Mark. Thank you for having me on. Uh, I'm doing really well today. Thank you. How about awesome. 
I, I am great. And um, so let's let's get into it. So um, you and I, like I said, have had this conversation and um, I thought it was very productive. I, I really enjoyed it. And I kind of wanted to just start off asking you, you know, what role does music play in your life? Yeah, that's uh, a, a really good question. So uh, I use music for a lot of different things. I use music for uplifting, uh, you know, to have fun, dance, be goofy with my kids, um, with my family. We do uh, family dance parties almost uh, daily, just kind of as a way to decompress and, and just release a lot of that pent up energy um, from the day. So we do a lot of fun music there. Um, whether it be hip hop or even kids music, but the kids love the hip hop for some reason. <laughs> uh, it, I use it during work for general uh, focus, relaxation, that kind of stuff. Um, I use it for workouts, help me, motivate me, get me kind of that confidence and everything. Um, so really I use it pretty much for everything throughout my day. Now, thanks for that. And, and now I, I'm sure you have different uh, either types or different music that you go to when you're in different moods. So if I were to throw out a mood to you, um, you could probably, you know, name a song or a few songs that um, you would go to. So say, for instance, you, you know, woke up one morning and you just were, were feeling kind of down, but you knew you had to get a lot of work done, but you weren't feeling really confident about the day. Like what's, what is a song or a type of music you would go to for that? Yeah, so for that type of music or that that type of mood, um, I would go to specific artists, uh, Drake, Kanye, uh, just kind of the uh, the bravado that they have in some of their music. It uh, you know their their beats are always uplifting. Not always, some of their songs aren't, but uh, a lot of their beats are uplifting, and then a lot of their their music is kind of that bravado, and it you know it pumps you up, it gives you that motivation, and uh, for me, it helps me focus too. So, uh, would you be more into and and both are correct answers but would you be more into listening to the lyrics or is it the type of beat or melody that kind of gives you that uplifting mood back that you may need both um definitely both you know sometimes it's uh, it's lyrics you know there's certain things certain lyrics that either of those two artists that i mentioned have that you know really kind of get you going um but also they they really have some upbeat fun beats that I you know also really kind of jam out to and enjoy now I've noticed and and thanks again for for joining us today I have Tom Hammond talking about uh, some music and mental health I've noticed that the songs that I go to in moods like that I really um, dig into the lyrics because I feel that you know a lot of artists nowadays kind of can can they do a good job of verbalizing how people feel. Um, there's so many times when you're feeling down, when you're when you're overly anxious or when you're depressed that, you know, people ask you to, to tell you, tell them what's wrong. And it's so hard sometimes to put it into words exactly what you need to tell people. But I've noticed that, you know, even the, 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 the really good artists know how to take a feeling, put it you know, down pen pad and then make a song out of it. So I really appreciate that. Do you find yourself when, when, when you, you have songs that you go to that the lyrics really like you think this person must be in my head right now? 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and you and I have talked about it. Um, there's a couple Mac Miller songs that he, he just, some of those lyrics just really definitely hit home. Um, you could definitely feel that he was, uh, struggling, but he also had really good days. Um, and his music is a direct reflection of that. It definitely is. And, and rest in peace to, to Mac Miller. If, um, if anyone is out there going through some, something, please, you know, open up and talk to people. But um, you could tell through his his music, especially my my uh, one of my go to albums is Swimming. And, you know, you and I talked about swimming. We talked about circles. Um, and it doesn't have to be whether it's uh, uh, any kind of addiction, any kind of opioid or alcohol or drug addiction. It can just be. Um, when you're down and you don't know how to express yourself, sometimes it's, it's people like that that really you, you see into their soul and how they were were feeling. So um, so we can kind of go 180. We talked about kind of that that mood that you're in when you don't have the confidence and you need to get through that day. When you are feeling ultra confident, when you're feeling you could take the entire world on. What type of music, what type of uh, artists do you listen to uh, at that time? Yeah, so in, the, in those moods, um, I go to some of my all-time favorite uh, bands. Two bands that I listen to in moods like that are uh, Dave Matthews' band. And I'll, I'll typically go for his live albums because there's a lot of the kind of improv improvisational um, jams and whatnot that just kind of really, um, you know, I just love that vibe. And then another uh, band that I absolutely love and I go to in those type of moods is uh, the Avett Brothers. Uh, so they're kind of a folk, American folk rock band. Um, and they have some fun banjo music. They have, um, so they have a lot of different instruments they use. And then uh, their vocals are, are pretty um, opposite. And it's really cool. Uh, the one brother has really relaxing uh, vocals and the other is more kind of higher pitched, more um, energetic. And so um, that duopoly is a lot of fun. And I'll, I'll tell you, when I was in, college i'm not gonna age myself but when i was in college probably uh, i'll go ahead and say it 20 years ago um everyone in my circle loved dave matthews band and that's um that's back when like uh uh warehouse and number 41 and all those uh all those songs were just coming out and i couldn't for the life of me I just couldn't listen to it. I was like, I was really into like really hardcore hip hop. And I was like, what, what is this? And, and, <laughs> you know, for anybody listening that's gone, been through college, you know, you go through like a musical, most people go through like a musical awakening in college where you don't just listen to your music that you grew up to anymore. Like I, I remember listening to more jazz in, in college, listening to different types of hip hop, listening to, sorry, listen to Dave Matthews band. And I can definitely understand where you get that from or, or like that. So that, that's a, that, that was a great one. I, I, I like that one. So um, you kind of mentioned, and you did mention the live version, kind of the, when people go off the script and, and do their own thing, I know why I like that when I'm up. I'm the same way. Like live performances kind of, you get, you kind of feel like you're in the crowd and you're a part of the show. 
What about that live performance that you listen to really keeps you in high spirits, keeps you in that mood? Exactly what you said, you know, feel like you're a part of it. Um, you don't really know what's coming next unless you've heard it, which a lot of the live Dave albums I've probably listened to 50 or more times. Um, but every time I hear it, I hear something a little bit different too. Studio versions are great. You know, they, they, they're released the way that they are because they are perfected. Um, the imperfection is sometimes what makes it uh, more fun. And, and like you said, off of the beaten path or off of the, the script, it's a lot more fun that way, I think. Again, having a good conversation with Tom Hammond, a uh, good friend, co-worker of mine. So uh, we're just continuing a conversation that we, we've had about music and, and mental health. So I've asked you about those times when you're down, asked you about those times when you're up, specifically for stress relief. So and I think when it comes to mental health, a big part of it is just kind of getting rid of that internalized stress, whether it comes from outside or not, whether it's you have a project due at work, whether you have to get the kids in bed and, and cook dinner and clean up and you got the stresses of the day. Is there a go-to song or go-to type of music for you that you listen specifically for stress relief? And I'll give you my answer first so you know that when, when, I'm, when I'm working and I have to be really productive and I'm stressed, I literally just put on, I think it's called Peaceful Piano on Spotify. I literally listen to peaceful piano and I put my big headphones on so it's not blaring around the room because I really feel like it gets to me faster that way. I, I, that might sound silly. I don't know. Even when I'm alone, I do that. But that's what kind of I go to for stress relief. What, what's your song or type of music specifically for stress relief? Yeah. Um, and I do the same thing you said. Uh, I put in the, the earbuds uh, for whatever reason, uh, it blocks everything else out. Um, but my, my music, uh, a band, Pink Floyd, is usually my go-to there. Probably for the same reason you go for the, for the piano. Uh, there's a lot of instrumentals there, not a ton of lyrics. Um, the album Metal, specifically, is probably my favorite Pink Floyd album. It's not the most popular, um, but I don't know what it is about the album. I think, you know, just... Uh, the the song echoes on there um that always gets me you know it's just one of those songs that i just love to listen to and just kind of get in the in the zone and get things done when you have the and you thank you for mentioning that because that's what i was looking for when i said i put the headphones on because it literally blocks um everything else out and i don't know if you noticed this and when you said it doesn't have, you know, a lot of lyrics to Pink Floyd stuff, that when I'm really trying to focus, I don't know what it is, but I, I don't like to listen to, you know, deep lyrics, something that I have to, because I like to, I have to actually, you know, listen to the lyrics and, and understand them. Um, I couldn't, I, I probably couldn't listen to an entire Eminem album when I'm trying to be productive because there's so many lyrics there. But um, do you find yourself when you're really trying to get be productive that the instrumentals are best just because there's no lyrics for you to actually hold on to and try to decipher exactly yeah yeah not trying to digest or or consume and and uh really feel the lyrics you're just 
listening to the music and uh that you know in that moment and in that mood i'm i usually have too many uh stimuli as it is so lyrics can be another stimulus that i just don't need um or don't necessarily want uh in that type of a mood so i want to um take this time to to thank tom for his time today uh, um this has been really great and i hope um everybody out there you can find something that works for you um for me of course i've mentioned it's it's you know, exercising, exerting energy and listening to music. One last question for you, Tom. And I, I kind of want you to think outside the box or, or think on a, a not too literal level. But what do you think, you know, your coping mechanism or coping mechanisms, how would they be affected if there's no music in your life? Like how important is it? for you to get that music throughout all your moods, you know, when you're low, when you're high, when you're stressed, when you're, you know, when you're up at the top of the world or when you're down below, you know, what would life be like without music? I don't really want to imagine, honestly. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, there are times where I, it, it helps me just kind of get out of the funk that I'm in or level off if I'm feeling too, uh, too on top of the world. Um, man, I, I probably would, it wouldn't be a productive, uh, means to, uh, I wouldn't have a productive outlet. Let's just put it that way. I'd probably turn to, uh, you know, something not good. Uh, alcohol is for what first comes to mind. Uh, I socially drink and, you know, I enjoy alcohol. It's fun. Um, but I don't use it or I try not to use it as a coping mechanism. I think without music, uh, I probably would. And I mean, that, that goes to show, I think, I think you just showed us all there why certain things in our lives can be very beneficial, whether it's like I mentioned, exercise, whether music, some people draw, some people paint, others read. Some people might binge watch TV, but for you and I, we have music. So thank you, Tom. I, I appreciate you being on the show this week. Um, I look forward to having you back. We can talk about some other things, even some more music in the future. So thanks again. I appreciate it. Hope everything uh, goes well for you. Yeah, awesome. Thank you very much, Mark. Thanks again for having me on. Relatively Normal is written, produced, and edited by me, Mark Paisant. Special thanks to my guest this week, Tom Hammond, for talking music and how it affects his life. And as always, if you or someone you know is in crisis, please contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255.